Evolutionary.org presents the Underground Radio Podcast with your host, Hardcore Steve, the Monster, and Mobster, the UK Beast. Prepare for the show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Evolutionary.org Underground episode 32 coming your way. Today's going to be a fun one. Today we're going to talk about New Year resolutions with Geneza Pharma. So, Geneza Pharma, they're a really, really good brand. And they have been providing high-quality anabolic steroids to bodybuilders and fitness enthusiasts such as Mobster and myself for many, many years. They have a long track record. And they're one of my favorite places to get anabolic steroids. They also have other ancillaries as well. So, whether you're using ancillaries on cycle or post cycle, they're going to definitely guide you. So in this one, we're going to kind of do something interesting where we're going to kind of split up New Year's resolutions. We're going to talk about why New Year's resolutions are important. We're going to talk about whether your goal is to get stronger, whether your goal is to bulk, whether your goal is to cut, you're going to be covered with Geneza Pharma. And Geneza Pharma, they have a great lineup of everything you could need, whether it's getting stronger, bulking, or cutting. And we're going to kind of go over the different cycles that we've used over the years to help us with these goals, whatever the, the goals you might have when it comes to New York, your, your New Year's resolutions. And we're going to tell you how to use them, the dosing, how long to go, and all that good stuff as well. So Let's first talk about Geneza Pharma a little bit. So, Mobster, I'm going to bring you in. Talk about your experience with Geneza Pharma and why you love them so much. Steve, I, I've talked about this on a bunch of uh, shows before. What we when we talk about approved sources, and and what makes for a good source, even if it's not an approved source, how how we justify that, how we uh, come to those kind of decisions. So, for example, and we touched on on it just a little bit already. You're looking for a company that people, other people have used. Let's say, for example, Steve, that you and I were new to the forum. We came on the forum. We was asking this question. We'd want to know if other other users, other members of the forums used the product. If they did, was it successful? Did they gain weight? If they wanted to gain weight, did they get stronger? If they wanted to get stronger, so on and so forth. Then you go off and you look at the product line, the company line yourself, and you say, right, so is this properly dosed? Is, is there, you know, is it properly sealed? Does it look like it's being produced professionally? And so on and so forth, right? So that's how that stuff, when it becomes an approved source, you get test sales. You've got people on the forum that actually go out of their way, Steve, as we know, and buy the product themselves and then test it. They send a product off to a lab themselves to test it. We know all of these things are true about Geneza Pharma. We know that the, the, the product is sound. We know that it's exactly where it needs to be when it's had their product tested. We know of members that have used the product and been successful, and that's what makes that good. So we, we're looking for those kind of things all the time. We, when we, I'll give you an example, Steve. I'm just going to look at a product right now. This is GP Test Prop, 100 milligrams. I'm going to click on this right now while we're doing this podcast. Okay? So, you know, as an example here, because the proper descriptions... To suggesting products that you can take it with. This is all very, very professional, and it's exactly the kind of thing that you're looking for. I've seen, and I know that you have, sites that look like they were made in the kitchen, never mind the products, where the, where the English is poor, where the product description is wrong, where even the, the, they've, the picture that they've decided to take of the product had a wonky label. And that's the, that's the company that's trying to sell you the product. Yeah, that's it's laziness. The, it's laziness. It's just it's just super laziness. But if I was gonna do that for myself, the fucking first thing I'd do is make sure that the damn labels properly. And then to take that picture and post it on the website and say that this is an example of your fine product is it's mind numbing to say the least. So then what else are you looking for? And as I said already, we know, for example, and I've just touched on this. That there are there's a, one specific member I'm thinking of, but he's not the only one, where he's brought products from a variety of our approved sources, sent them off a lab test himself, 
and then posted the results of those labs. So Geneza Pharma was one of those companies. I don't think there was a single one that failed the test. Not one. I think the lowest possible result that one product, and I can't remember which one it was, was like 97% of what it should have been. In other words, it was almost perfect. And all the others were so close as to not make it worth, yeah. you know, worrying. So let me about. touch on that a little bit. So on forums, yeah. you know, just like any social media, whatever, you're going to have people that are looking for trouble. They're looking mm. to find something wrong. So they Absolutely. will go out of their way to prove that a brand or a source is no good. So what they'll yeah. do is they'll purposely send off a bunch of them, be anonymous. They'll order a bunch of things. And this is what this person did. And they're the type of person, you know, we love them to death, but they're, there's, they're one of those types of people who are looking to find something wrong. And even they came back and said, you know what? We can't find anything wrong with this. We can't. It's yeah. like an inspector who comes out to inspect your restaurant and they're looking to find something or an inspector you hire or uh, uh, you're selling a house and the buyer, they hire an inspector to come out. They're trying to find something wrong with the air conditioner. They're trying something, trying to find something wrong with the roof. They're trying to find something so wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they could either cancel the contract without penalty or they could make you fix it. And the inspector comes to you like, look, we can't find anything wrong here. We, I'm trying to. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to find something wrong, but I can't. And that's that's the thing. And that's the key is that it was anonymously tested. It wasn't like the source or yeah, exactly. the brand exactly. sent, sent someone the gear and said, you know what? I'm sending you this and I'm testing. That's what these, these brands do online. That's what they'll do. They'll be like, well, you know what? We want you to post the review. We're going to send you this and give you a 20% discount. Here's the product. And then they'll send it to them. And of course, they're going to send them the good product. But then they're sending everyone else junk product. But in this case, it was anonymously tested, so you can't, you see, you can't fake it. You can't fake the results. You can't BS the results. And that is really, really reassuring when you see stuff like that. So it just shows you they are making a profit, and they're making enough to satisfy them as, as a brand where they don't need to screw you. And other sources and other brands have to be scummy and be grifting like that just to make a profit, but they, they sell so much volume. They don't have to do that. Go ahead, monster. Yeah. I mean, something else, Steve, and I've used this analogy before. If I'm going to buy it from a source, especially say, say, for example, I was using an unapproved news source, new to me. I want a company that's been around a while. So as Steve just said, scummy sources will start off with a great product, absolutely great product. And then either get greedy or lazy and then start using less and less, oh, just throw a fucking scoop in and all this kind of stuff. I've seen documentaries, and I mentioned this on the forum, of just how simple and, and or bad some companies or underground labs have been, literally microwaving products to dissolve the powder and so on and so forth. And this was on, on a documentary that anybody can find on the internet. Other things that Steve and I have talked about is product that's been produced literally in a kitchen sink. With the, with the kitchens and so on and so forth, covered in polythene. So when it comes to proper products, I think GP was one of those companies that's actually shown you photographs of the outside of the building where they produced the product, the laboratories where they produced the product, and also where they've been around a long last time. You don't get to stay long time in this business for producing piss poor product. It's as simple as that, Stephen. Geneza Pharma are right up there, and that's why they're in the proof source, and that's why we love them. Let's talk about the, the New Year's resolution thing now, Steve. I'll start this off because I'm I'm kind of torn halfway between good and bad on this, right? I used to do the New Year's resolution thing, same as every other motherfucker ever, right? As soon as you get air on your balls and you start thinking about it, or January the 1st, I'm going to have a killer year. Da -da 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 -da. I'm going to save tons and tons of money or whatever your New Year's resolution is. As I've got older... And Steve and I actually talked about this in the pre-show. Doesn't matter what fucking day does it, Steve. It doesn't need to be January the 1st. And when it comes to fitness, and especially I think sometimes, Steve, when it comes to getting in shape, people will say, 
I'm going to wait till January the 1st and then I'm going to get into shape. And I've turned around as again, as I got older, because I've done it too. And I've said, what's the matter with today? The best time to start getting into shape is today. Now, there is a good thing, as Steve said at the beginning of the show, about having a New Year's resolution. And that specifically, you set down and lay down a fucking date for this thing to start from. That's in and of itself kind of more powerful than some vague time scale. Okay, now I would still argue that today is the best day. And when I say today, that's whenever you're listening to this podcast. Do not wait for a specific time or whatever else. But there is a certain power, and I'm going to touch on a few other examples, of having a specific date. So, for example, Steve, and this is a way to make a resolution successful. Write it down. Declare it to the world, Facebook, social media, wherever. Tell your wife, your significant other, whatever. Make a, 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 you know, if I do this, then we can have this. Or if I don't do this, then I'm going to have to pay for this. Like a, like a bet with your buddies or something. You know, guys, if I don't lose 10 pounds by the end of March, I'm going to take you all there and get you drunk. Something like that, Steve. Literally having a power to it. The other thing is, and this is another thing, a, 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 a way of being successful. And I'll, I'll bring Steve in as well. So we've got some thoughts on this. So, have a smaller target and don't be vague. So what do I mean by that? And I actually made a note of this, Steve. Sometimes people will say, I want to lose weight or I want to lose. I mean, straight away, you mean fat. So say fat. And if you say, I want to lose fat, be specific. How are you going to lose fat? How are you going to get leaner? Right. Well, what I really mean is I'm going to diet and I'm going to exercise. We'll say that. Because there's a certain power, again, in being specific and writing down the specific kind of means and methods and targets and resolutions, Steve. So what do you think on that as well? So, you know, there's different things I've noticed for sure. Um, after New Year's, the you know, where I train at, definitely been more packed. So I think people – see, the thing is, though, it's one of those things when you set dates – to do things what happens a lot of these people will show up they'll get into it and then after a few weeks they'll start trickling off again and they'll die out so this is why gyms you know they have they want to get you on their contract they'll get you on their contract because they know this they know hey this person is going to sign up after a few weeks they're kind of get, get away so it's really important to not you know be uh, stuck on dates whatever so you've got to um, I think the advantage of a New Year's resolution is if the year did not go the way you wanted, that New Year can be like, okay, I'm starting over again. When, when yes. I was a kid, you play a video game. You weren't doing good on the video game. So you know what we used to do, Mobster? To so go and push the, push the button, start over. Oh, it never happened. I'm losing this game. I'm playing a football game, video game, and I'm losing. So you just go and you hit, you hit the reboot button, boom, you start over, start the game over. It's kind of the same thing. So it's a good, from a mental perspective, just to kind of start things fresh and be like, you know what, I'm starting from from day zero and I'm going to, you know, uh, be successful, you know, and, 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 and kind of do that. So setting goals is another thing that's very important when it comes to New Year's resolution. So you could say, you know what, I'm going to set a goal. And it doesn't have to be on New Year's. It can be February 1st. It can be March 1st. It can be March yeah. 15th. It can be March 10th. Whatever today is in your mind, you're listening to this, and you're like, man, I want to get this done. It doesn't have to be a New Year's, quote-unquote, New Year's resolution. It can be any day. So you can just set a goal of where you want to be, be realistic. And we see a lot of guys and gals doing logs now on the forums and that's why they're doing it because the logs will keep you motivated and will keep you on point so that you can continue going. It's very, very important to set goals and because you have to have that motivation and that commitment to go. So it's almost like when you sign a, a, a gym membership contract and you pay, you're like, man, I, I'm, I'm paying for this anyway. I, I, I really should go. That's almost like a motivating force in itself, you know, to, to go to the gym. If you're if you're a person like me who likes money, you know, then you're like, man, I'm, I, I, 
I paid my gym this money. I better go use it, right? And it's unlimited, so I might as well go use it. So whatever your motivation has to do, be to go to the gym, whether it be like, yeah, I want to I wanna get stronger, I want to bulk, I want to cut, whatever it happens to be, you've got to kind of stick to that goal and stick to it. So this is what we're going to talk about in this podcast. We're going to give you some anabolic steroids that can help you with that. So I'm going to touch on that a little bit more. And then we're going to get into the yeah. first topic of getting stronger. Right. So, guys, this this part, I think, is actually kind of super important. Pick reasonable goals. Now, I'm a kind of out there guy with the stuff that I tried to do for strength. But I didn't suddenly wake up one day when I started training specifically for strength circa the year 2000 and say that I was going to do X by the year 24 or why by the year 2024, and so on and so forth, because that would have been unreasonable 24 years down the road. As a by way of example, Steve, if I could squat 100 pounds back in the year 2000, and I suddenly declared on January the 1st that I was going to squat a 1,000 pounds, that would be fucking stupid. And the, the, the likelihood of that being successful would be unbelievably... You know, I'd be like winning the lottery, Steve. The, the odds have been just stupidly long. So I'd be much better off, and this applies to all our listeners, if you pick a number, and we've seen this sometimes, people, when they talk about losing weight, Steve, and guys, I want to lose 40 pounds on this cycle. Anyway, you're going to lose 40 pounds on this cycle, so if I cut your fucking legs off, what you want to do is say that on this cycle, I'm going to use 10, lose 10 pounds, and then I'm going to get comfortable with that 10-pound loss, I'm going to have my PCT and my time off. And then on the next cycle, I'm going to lose another 10 pounds and so on. You're much better off doing what I say, short, medium, and long-term targets. I'm having reasonable targets. Targets that you will achieve will make you successful. It's also going to mean that you'll stick to the resolution. If you think going to the gym is going to be easy in January 1st when you've never trained and you go there with a goal of losing 30 pounds in the next couple of months, forget it. It might happen, but it's going to be like one in a hundred, Steve. The rest of you are better off picking a sensible number of an easy-to-hit target that doesn't require you to make dramatic changes, and you will be more likely to stick to it, you're more likely to be successful, and therefore you're more likely to come back with another target and another target. And that's kind of how you get to be the journey of lifting with the iron and this whole lifestyle that we love and adore, Steve. That's the reason why you, me and you have been doing this such a fucking long time. So, guys... 100%, give yourself a target that's achievable and then go out there and achieve. Now, as Steve said, we're going to talk about, I think, both oral and uh, injectables here. What would be our GP choice of products that we would use to get strong as part of our New Year's resolution? I'll let Steve start while I have a quick look. Yeah, so look, Genesa Pharma, they have it all. So we can go through the list now. The most popular selling products are going to be their testosterone options and the testosterone options are going to be a really good way to get stronger testosterone when you're using it at modern dosages is androgenic so you want to target the androgenic options so really simple you could target say their gp test sip 250 or gp test e 250 now they're both 250 milligrams a milliliter so what we can do is pin each cc twice a week. That'll give you 500 milligrams total a week. And just on that dose, you'll be able to get stronger. That's going to make you stronger in it, right in itself. Now, at that dose, you're, you're going to have estrogen conversion in the body. Testosterone at that dose definitely will aromatize into estrogen. So you want to make sure that you're doing the smart thing here and you're also using either the GP... Arimidex or the GP Aromacin. And those are both available as well. So it's very important to use those to combat the estrogen, to disable the estrogen from converting into estrogen. You don't want to end up with any type of issue. So their GP Aromacin is called Exemestane and it's very affordable. You can buy a packet of it for a very affordable price. And it comes in, uh, each pack comes with 20 tabs and 25 milligrams each. So that really is, 
I pick up a couple of those if you're going to run that much testosterone. The Eriminex comes each pack in 20 tabs, which is one milligram each. And um, yeah, same thing with that. So you can't go wrong getting a little more than you think you'll need because you can always just store it. And this gear is very high quality. So you can store this gear for years if necessary. Just keep it in a dark closet away from heat, away from extreme weather, and they will last you a while. So really, really good idea to go with that. And something like that, just with test, test only 500 milligrams, you can just do that for 10 weeks, 12 weeks. Now, if you want it to go shorter, you could always go eight weeks. But in that situation, Geneza Pharma, they have you covered because you can get their test, their test propanate. And their test propanate is going to come in 100 milligram per milliliter. And with that one, you'd want to dose it every other day. So that's that would be the cool thing to to. That would be the cool way to use it. Now, I'll, um, I'll talk about a couple more of your testosterone options, Mobster, because they do have um, a couple more testosterone. Might as well recommend them right now once we're talking about getting stronger before I bring you into to your choice. But they have the GP Test Suspension 100. Now, testosterone suspension, listen very closely on this, be a really good option for those of you who are looking to take something pre-workout. Because testosterone suspension does not have an ester attached to it. So when you take it, it's going to be in you out of your system quickly. So you can just literally, uh, before you go to the gym and get in your car, go ahead and slam that testosterone suspension. And then that's going to give you that extra strength boost for your workout, which will blow away using like a pre-workout stim or anything like that. That's going to give you loopy energy. No, this is going to give you actual hormone hitting your body really, really quick. And then, it, and then there's also, um, you know, they have a GP trend E 200. Now the only difference between that one and the regular trend E, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm talking about trend on that one. We're going to get into trend in a second mobster. I'm going to let you jump in on that one, but actually the last testosterone option they have is very interesting because it's called GP test U 250 and that's Nabito. And Nabito is a very long, acting testosterone undecanate and with this one you can literally inject it once every three weeks or even once every four weeks and this will be in your system because it's an extremely slow release so it's going to take a while to build up in your system but it's a very very slow release uh testosterone so if you would rather just inject like once every three weeks once every four weeks Geneza Pharma has you covered on that option. But this would be an option for those of you who are looking to go on for 16 weeks, 20 weeks, or do a self-TRT option ahead of, uh, you know, in, into New Year's where you can go uh, long-term. So bottom line, Geneza Pharma Monster, tons of testosterone options. They have you covered. They even have yeah. testosterone blends, all right? And the testosterone blends, they have a blend, I'm looking at it right now, which they blend with equipoise. So you could stack 200 milligrams of test E with 200 milligrams of equipoise per injection. So listen, they have you covered across the board. Now, for those of you who are looking for a specific testosterone blend, again, they have you covered. GP Sustanon 270 is another testosterone option they have. And this one contains 20 milligrams of testosterone acetate, which is different than the regular sustenon that you see 95% of the time. And then they have the regular uh, dosing, which is 30 milligrams of testosterone propionate, 60 milligrams of testosterone phenylpropionate, 60 milligrams of isocapriate, 100 milligrams of decanate. So the only change from regular sustenon 250 that you usually see would be an addition of testosterone acetate, 20 milligrams. So the good thing about that one is they throw in an extra short ester so that it can kick in your system a little quicker. So that's a cool little addition, Monster, that they added here. So whether you want to get stronger or you want to bulk, they have so many different testosterone esters that you can use. And you can use these testosterones in a cycle um, of any of these other compounds that we're about to talk about. So, Monster, touch on a couple of your favorite 
bulk, uh, a strong steroids that you like to use as a strength athlete. Yeah, I mean, Steve's actually kind of hinted at something just there. We're going to talk about products that can be used for both bulking and for strength. And I'd actually say, Steve, that as my choices are based on either specifically pure strength and because when I've bulked is normally because I'm trying to peak at strength and I get certain leverage advantages from being that little bit bigger, I more bulked up for certain particular exercises that I'm trying to be successful on. So if it seems like we're talking about the same product, that's the case. I, I like to use the analogy, Steve, this is about having a big toolbox and we're getting the right tool for the job in this particular example. Right, so I'll start with my oral choices. A GP Oxan, which is one of my favourites, as you know, Steve, it's a form of Anavar. They do a 10 milligram version of that and that suits me just fine, Steve. Uh, I, I'm kind of, uh, I keep it real simple when I use products like this, 10 milligrams rather than 25 milligram choices, which would be typical also. A lot of companies do both. I just have these pills randomly, I say randomly, split evenly through the day, Steve. 50 milligrams has always worked for pretty much every person ever. I mean, I have heard of people going higher on little numbers like that, but I think 99% of our listeners would benefit from just 50 milligrams of Anavar. And I've touched upon this before. With, with GP product, but specifically with Anavar. For me, it is almost pure strength. I might gain a little, a few pounds. Back in the day when I was 280, I would go to 285. And I wasn't really that concerned with the addition of body weight in this example. But I found for me that I would have a peak strength. Now, when it comes to strength, of course, I'm training specifically hit a certain particular number. I've programmed all that in. And I start my program, so to speak, as far away as possible. The longer time I have to prepare for an event, the better. But the last four, six, or even eight weeks, and we, we, we know of uh, some of our buddies that disagree with the longer time on, on the orals, and I have had success for short periods of time, I'm quite happy to run an oral for as long as eight weeks. And that's typically what I would do. Now, more recently, in the last couple of years, because I've my, my timing has got better, because I'm probably more capable of, of getting to a certain particular place or whatever else and, and only bringing in the Anavar at the last possible minute just to tip me over into that new PB, the new record, whatever it is I'm trying to hit. I have run four-week cycles. So I would say anywhere between four to eight weeks, and the listener needs to decide that for themselves based on previous success with, with uh, Anavar and or with their training but GP, Anavar, Oxan, 10 milligrams, split through the day, Steve, works absolutely fine. Now, some of girls, and people don't all, and again, when I said earlier on about a product that can be used with Vulcan as well, is the GP Methan, which is, of course, Dynabol, also in a 10 milligram form. Now, it's probably the, the most, and I think we actually discussed this the other day, Steve, still probably the number one selling. I think Anavar, and, and Debo were the number one and the number two when we did a podcast on which were the most uh, brought and uh, still favoured by people when it comes to steroid uses, and it's specifically oral steroids. Dynabo is as much a bulker, is, is a strength enhancer. And I said earlier on, when you get bigger, your leverage increases. So, for example, it's not as a strength-creating a drug for me as Anavar is, but it will still increase my strength a little bit. And the additional bulking properties will give me greater leverage. It's just, I think it's one where I gain weight and one where I don't gain weight, but I still get somewhat closer to getting stronger on it. When it came to the injectable, Steve, I, I, I will echo some of the sentiments and comments that Steve just made and then a few of my own. So, for example, and these two have always been a bulker for me, and I've talked about this on previous podcasts, but when I've been using these products to bulk, I've also been trying to hit a certain level of strength. So we're definitely talking about strength in this example, Steve, and that would be the GP Deca in 300 milligrams and the GP Sus in the 270 milligrams. I, I'd run that as is, uh, pretty much the 300 milligram and the 270 gram milligram amounts, and I would probably do that every four days. So that kind of approximates out to about six, seven, 800 milligrams a week, Steve. Again, real simple. I'm going to get bigger on this. And I've talked about my Sustan Deca cycles in the past. I would go from 280 to 300 pounds every fucking time. 
So definitely bulks, but I was going to be strong on press, strong on squat, strong on bench press. The the big fuck off the exercises with big fuck off weights, Steve. So absolutely for me, as strength enhancing as it was bulk enhancing. Now, uh, another choice, and I'm just going to do one choice that I have been successful with and one that I'm not. Now, GP Trend, and they do an ACE as well as an, an enanthate, Steve. The ACE is 100 milligrams, and the enanthate is 200 milligrams. Trend is kind of like, it's the bad boy of steroids. It's not really the worst one ever, but it's right up there. But equally, when Steve and I have talked about recomposition, when we talked about getting leaner, when we talked about getting stronger, Trend has to be in the fucking mix, Steve. It absolutely has to. Now, it wouldn't necessarily be my first choice, and I've talked about my first choices. But damn, boy, if you are, if you, I mean, we know people that are trend lovers, trend's going to enhance your strength a great deal. In fact, Steve's touched upon this in previous shows when he said when he was at his absolute strongest, it, trend was part of that mix. Now, so, for example, Steve, in the case here, I would prefer the enanthate over the ace only because there's less pinning. And again, it's 200 milligrams. So for me, I would probably go a mil and a half a week. There'll be something else in that particular mix. And in fact, I'm going to include another one. And this is the one I haven't had success with, but my buddies have. And I think it would be kind of a hardcore cycle to put a trend in amphate along with a GP test in amphate. Now, I've never really seen anything out of this where me and my buddies was always in the same source and the same product. They loved it. And all my buddies were into strength, specifically strongman training in their case, and I was obviously doing the grip stuff. They loved it. I was just the only one in the corner of the room going, doesn't seem to make any fucking difference to me, but everybody else did. So if it's if I'm an outlier for not getting something from it, all the other motherfuckers were loving it and felt it was the foundation of their strength cycles. So, again, if we're talking about Trinity at 200 milligrams, and the testy at 200 milligrams, uh, real simple again, Steve, I'd probably run those again every four days because that approximates that again to about 500, 550. And when it comes to trend, less is more in my opinion. I know that there's people out there that go crazy for the higher amounts, but again, unless you're real, real comfortable and lean with the side effects, the more you run, the harder it's going to be in terms of side effects and arguably toxicity issues. And that's just trend. Doesn't matter what the source. That's just how it is for some people, including myself on the brief times that I've used it. But for again, in terms of your actual success, in terms of it boosting your strength, and as a way of running it with the other product, absolutely. And in fact, arguably, neither of those are true bulkers. So there's definitely, and again, the dosages I'm talking about, a great strength enhancer. But I would say in that particular case, especially when it comes to trend, I want you to have a little bit of experience. Now, Steve, let's talk about cutting before we talk about bulking. What would be your choices for a GP cut stat? All right, so we could start with Winstrol. And Winstrol is going to be a great cutter because Winstrol doesn't aromatize into estrogen and it basically dries you out. So if you're going to cut, there is no better steroid out there to cut down with and gp has different winstrol options depending on what you're looking for they have a gp it's called gp stand 10 which is 10 milligrams per tab they have a gp stand 50 which is 50 milligrams per tab and they have a gp stand 50 which is an injectable so you can inject it or you can drink it or you can just take the tab so those would be really really good options um, if you wanted to cut down and, and, and GP definitely has you covered with, when it comes to Winstrol, another one that's good for cutting that is very underrated is their GP Turan, which is Turanable. And Turanable is one of those that I like because you can use the Turanable. It's not going to do what Winstrol does when it comes to side effects and especially the pumps. Like, let's say you like to go do facet cardio every morning. You like to do a lot of cardio. You like to go jogging for 45 minutes or an hour. Some of you like to do stuff like that. You like to do a lot of cardio. Well, with Winstrol, you're not going to be able to do cardio on Winstrol because it's too it's too tough to, to do cardio on Winstrol because of the pumps. You'll start getting calf pumps. You'll start getting back pumps, all this stuff. 
So Toronto Bowl is a really, really good option. I'll let you in officer in a second, but let me just finish on Toronto Bowl. Toronto Bowl is a really good option because a couple more. Um, this is a really good injectable, and, and Geneza Pharma has blessed us with an excellent, excellent option, which is hard to find. And that's their GP Primo 100, which is a Primo Bowl option. And with that one, look, Arnold used to love taking the Primo Bowl. And he used to get the amps back in the day. And he used to pop open the amp, draw, and just pin every day 100 milligrams. And that was his favorite steroid. And that was a lot of those guys' favorite steroid back in your day, Mobster, back in the 70s. And it was a really, really good option because the stuff – did not aromatize and you were able to cut on it. It didn't mess with your appetite. So you could eat uh, a very clean diet. You didn't have any carb cravings. You didn't have sugar cravings like some of these other steroids. So that's what makes it a good option. And um, so you can run, listen, for, you know, 300 up to, to seven or 800 milligrams a week of Prima Bowling. But you don't have to run much with the Geneza because it's really good dosing. So you definitely don't want to forget about that that primo um, when it comes to to um, to a cutting stack, if if that's your goal. Another one, uh, proviron, and proviron can be added to any cycle. Now by itself, it's not going to do anything, so don't even waste your time, um, unless you're just looking for you know some mild hardness or some little things here and there. But there they they have a twenty tab pack, twenty five milligrams each. So with Proviron, you want to add it to any of these cutting stacks that we're talking about, any of these cutting steroids. You can just go ahead and add it to any of them, and it'll give you really, really good results. Mobster? Yeah, Steve. I mean, I'm actually going to echo some of what Steve just said for a start by saying some of his choices would be my choices. Absolutely. But let's go. I'll come at this from a little bit of a different angle. Now, uh, I'm going to include it. But that some of you that pay attention will also know that I've said to when you use this as a cutter, you must be working on your diet 100%. It is not a dr drug per se that will cut you uh, as is and, and, and also as a muscle hardener. And I'm thinking specifically here, feet, Steve, and GP does a Mastron uh, 100 milligram. So uh, it's recognized as a hardener meaning that literally muscles will feel firmer to the touch when you're contracting your muscles and so on and so forth but it does have some cutting properties and that's the reason why including now of course i would want our listeners to be the kind of people that are dieting their asses off and are training their asses off and doing their cardio and then of course they then add in gp products to make those specifically in this example new year's resolution uh, uh, more successful uh, Steve's just asked me to mention and again I've touched on this when we actually talked about strength just now and I said how some products GP products specifically here are crossovers so for example Anavar that Steve talked about which is a GP's Oxan in the 10 milligram form absolutely Steve because uh, as I said already for me it was almost a recomposition drug I wasn't actually trying to get bigger but I would still add five pounds when I was using it back in the day for peak performance of competitions now I use it specifically for strength and apart from the run up this week that Steve and I talked about in a pre-show because I'm as sick as a fucking dog I was still putting on a few pounds of muscle tissue and of course it was helping me to peak my strength so Something that's adding pounds of muscle tissue is arguably making you leaner. And again, in combination with a diet and training, and of course, exactly how you're applying it, Steve. And again, it's still going to be 50 milligrams. You should see a degree of success. Now, other choices, Steve, and again, I've touched on this in the, in the previous one. And again, it would depend on what you're mixing this in with. But either of the 10 choices that I previously gave you would work. And again, here's an example. And Steve's mentioned one of these other products already, the Stan, the GP Stan, which is, of course, their version of Winstrol in 50, 50 milligram for Steve. So, for example, and this is a little bit more edgy for me, but there's plenty of our listeners, I think, that would give this a go, no problems whatsoever. And that might be uh, the, the GP Stan 50. I would probably want to left at least 150 milligrams, perhaps slightly higher per week 
although not excessively higher. Some of you might have problems with a couple of the side effects. And again, one of the trends. And again, my preference would always be for the longer acting version of the trends. In the case of this, for example, would be the enamphate. Something else, Stephen, again, uh, echoing what Steve talks about already, the GP Turan, which is Turanabol. Uh, I, I've said this before, and I'm in danger of repeating myself, of course. If you look at all of the quote-unquote steroid gurus out there, every single one rates Turanabol, or in this case, GP Turan, much higher than the sales would indicate, and certainly much higher than you would think if you went on any of the forums across the world, across the internet, and saw what was the most popular drugs. And yet, gurus, and I'm including Steve and I when we talk about this and we do these podcasts, rate Tyranobol incredibly highly. And we think actually it should be more used because Steve and I have touched upon this. It is one of the few anabolics, and it is mildly anabolic in this example. And again, we're looking to cut here. So it doesn't need to be one that has pounds of muscle or bulk shop or wherever else. One of the few drugs out there that are specifically designed for sports performance, literally made in a lab, in this case, East Germany, Steve, to make athletes more successful, to make them run faster, throw further, put the shot, throw a discus, throw the javelin, and for the short distance stuff, 100, 200, up to 400 uh, metres on, on, on the running. So it's one of the few drugs that was specifically designed for sports enhancement versus some of the more, most steroids, which was specifically designed for medical treatments. So again, it should be rated a lot higher than it is. And in the case here, Steve, 30 to 50 milligrams a day. Uh, and what would I run with that? I might actually run the Anivar with that again, Steve, in terms of that particular way of running it, or the Stanazo again. There's, there's options there for you to decide and again come on the forums guys and check out the different ways that we will stack this different options and ask us questions about if i would and we see this a lot steve on the forums i'm about to start this uh steroid stack these are my options uh what dosages would you suggest and this is why we're touching upon this now but again it depends on the individual so for example steve uh and i'll give you a quick tip on cutting diet today and then when you've got your diet damper and your cardio damper and your training in the gym's focused, then introduce the steroids. Do not, and I'm talking about maybe the New Year's resolution thing here again, Steve, sort of try to get everything perfect all at once. Practice, if you like, with the other options, get them right, and then introduce the steroids here, and specifically from Genesa Pharma, to make your stack, your cycle, your resolution more successful. So for, again, uh, what else, Steve? Boulderon maybe is a three hundred milligram option. So there. I have a good, I, I have, I, I have a good one. Um, and the GP, you know, has it's called a GP Helios, and this is one they they kind of put together, and it's a really interesting one. So what it is is forty micrograms of clen, and it's six milligrams of yohimbine, and those are per milliliter. Each vial is ten milliliters, so you can inject this stuff. It's a very potent fat burner slash stimulant so it's going to basically lower your appetite and it's also going to increase your metabolism to help you burn more calories throughout the day so this one you want to be careful what you stack with it i would not uh, stack trend with it but you could stack something like anivar winstrol masteron primo t-bowl yeah. any of those you could go ahead and stack with this and you could try to do cardio as much as you can, but you want to make sure you stay hydrated and you want to make sure you please keep track of your, your heart situation. You don't want your blood pressure. If you go into taking this Helios and you already are like this uh, inch away from having a stroke, then uh. I'll be very disappointed in you. Okay. I'll tell you this right now. So make sure you have a healthy heart before you use any of these cutting steroids, but especially before you use this Helios, which are is a combination of Clen and Yohimbine, which are not steroids, but that does not mean that they can't be dangerous. So they can be dangerous. So you want to make sure you're already in decent shape and you're not like close to getting a stroke before you use them. So that's that's my warning on that one, Monster. So why don't you touch on, um, why don't we get into some bulking? So there's really three steroids that i think 
would be good for bulking. Number one is Diana Ball, which Mobster is a huge fan. I'm going to let Mobster talk about that one. The fennel yeah. pro, the uh, uh, nandrol and fennel propio, which which um, I'll touch on. And then yes. we'll come up with a bonus one. So, Master, why don't you start with Dianable? Um, I'm curious to hear what's your New Year's resolution way to use Dianable for those who want to bulk. So, let's talk about bulking. I mean, my experience with Dianable was literally the first steroid I ever took. Uh, it was the most popular steroid, oral steroid then, and it's still number one or number two in the most popular oral steroids now. And there's a reason for that, because it fucking works. It's kind of... Uh, Foolproof, Steve. It really kind of is. If you, and, and the only argument I've got against that, and I'm literally based on this experience of a buddy that almost, uh, as, as we said back in the day when Steve talks about my age, to slap him upside the head, and that's to get him to be consistent. So here's how foolproof it is. I think 30 milligrams a day, upper limit would be 50. Beyond that, and I've only ever seen beyond that in comp competition cycles where they're pushing the bulk portion of the cycle which is at the beginning, as hard as possible for short periods of time. And then they're getting into the conditioning and, and, and the cutting portion for a competition. And that's the only time I've seen up to 100 milligrams a day. 30 to 50 milligrams a day for four to eight weeks. And this is how it worked for me, Steve. I put on 10 pounds. And I think of that cycle, afterwards, I kept six pounds. Uh, and I could say now, um, although I'm probably... It's very, very close to being maxed out. I could still run, and I probably wouldn't want to keep the additional tissue, but I could still run a deep old stack right now, Steve, and still put on weight on that stack. As I said, I'm at that point now where I don't need to be much fucking bigger than I am or much stronger than I am. Uh, so there's no need for me to sort of try to retain that tissue. But for those of you that are looking to bolt and aren't at the end of your particular journey in terms of size and strength or whatever else, it still bloody works. Honestly, the, the, the phrase breakfast of champions was, and it comes to anabolic steroids, was specifically meant Dynabol. It's kind of foolproof, Steve. You and I have talked about the history of Dynabol. That I mean, you don't get the history of Anabol. You don't get the history of Winstrol. You do get the history of Dynabol because it was one of the first stories ever introduced in the US for specifically making people stronger. I'm actually thinking, Steve, and I've, I've all kind of touched on the history a little tiny bit, it was used by the guys at York. When I say York, I mean York Barbell. Back in the day, in the 60s, for the Olympic weightlifting, and they wanted the Americans to beat the Russians. And the Russians then and now, uh, it's actually Eastern Europe as well now, were starting to get ahead, the Chinese as well. Uh, and the Americans wanted something that would at least that put the, them on a level playing field with the Russian athletes. And they got stronger. Unfortunately, the Russians got stronger at the same time. So they were still playing catch-up. But it fucking worked. Some of the best lifts those guys back in the day ever made was made on Diana Ball. And again, Steve and I have talked about the feel-good factor, the D-Ball pumps, how pleasant they are, say, for example, compared to the Anavol ones, which could be uncomfortable, and so on and so forth. So absolutely, Steve. As a bulker, the only other one that I would put up there, and I know on, on paper it isn't, for some users, the success they get on the Anadrol is equal to, and sometimes I've heard stories, Steve, of better. Uh, again, this is something, it's one of those weird situations where the ones I talk about as being successful for me, absolutely, and the ones that should be successful for me are not. So for me personally, I have not got the crazy bulk that you would expect me to get on Anadrol. Uh, but uh, other people have, um, the, the example I've given in the past, Steve, as I've heard of people blowing up by 20 fucking pounds on Anadrol. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I Let me just jump in because um, like if you told me, you put a gun in my hand and you said, Steve, you got to bulk up. You got five weeks yeah. to do it or I'm going to blow your brains out. There's a, you know, like Anadrol yeah. would be my choice. Like I blew up on Anadrol. It's one of my favorite yeah, yeah, ones. But it was weird because it wasn't like Diana Ball blow up. It wasn't like water retention blow up. It was like muscles got bigger and harder on Anadrol. So I definitely consider Anadrol a great bulker. And um, it's it's a really good one. So the nice thing, the GP, they have the Oxy 50 milligrams per pill. So you can literally take one pill a day. Now with the Diana Ball, it's a shorter half-life. So Diana Ball, you got to take it twice a day. 
because it only yeah. has a four to six hour half life. So if you take Dynaball once a day, it's not going to quite be in your system the entire 24 hours. But the Anandrol will. It's got an eight, nine hour half life, which means it's going to be in your system for at, you know, at least 35, 40 hours. Um, so that would be the only difference between the two. So if you don't mind taking something twice a day, three times a day, go with the D-Bowl. If you don't, if you want a little more water retention, but if you don't want as much water retention, you want to get more bigger and harder, and you want to bulk up that way, then Anadrol would be the one to go with. And then one more for bulking, Monster. I know there's, we can really talk all day because all these anabolic steroids technically can be used for bulking. I think, except yes, oh, oh, in all strength, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll use the analogy I used earlier on, which is. This is about having a, a – we like this. This is the reason, another reason why GP is an approved source. You get options, and some of those options are crossing the three different things that we're laying out today. We've actually said, for example, I could diet on Debo. Yeah. I, I, I could bolt so that, on an event and so on. Absolutely. And but, we're going to talk yeah. – yeah, you guys can check out the other podcasts we do as well because we're going to talk about all kinds of ways to do this. So there's many different ways, and you guys definitely post your comments – on what you think worked for you the best. But I want to do one more, very, very important. And Momster mentioned DECA uh, before for uh, strength. But DECA, the Nandrolones, are great for bulking because they increase your appetite. And Momster covered DECA earlier in the show, but I'm going to talk about Nandrolone phenylpropionate, which is the short-acting, quote-unquote, DECA, as people call it. And uh, you yeah. got to remember, DECA is an ester name, but people, because... Deca durobolin, people know that as Deca. Wow, that's Deca, but that's actually a long-acting nandrolone. So I'm going to talk about the GP options if you want to keep a nandrolone cycle. So basically, if you want to use what you guys know of as Deca, quote unquote, but run it only for eight or ten weeks and still have it get in your system a lot quicker, you can run the short-acting nandrolone phenylpropionate, and this one comes in 100 milligram a milliliter. And this one, you can go ahead and run the same dosage as you would the long-acting nandrolone, which is the DECA, as you know it. And, you know, somewhere around 300 to 400 milligrams a week. And yep. this one is a great bulker. You will not feel satiated. The first time I ran a nandrolone is I did not feel satiated. My appetite was crazy on this stuff. I would literally eat breakfast, go to the gym, come home and eat what people call brunch. But for me, it was like a post-workout breakfast. Yeah. And I'd still be hungry. I, I could not yeah. stop eating on this stuff. And it didn't make me like negative, negatively affect my mood like some of the other steroids that we've talked about will. It made me feel good. So I really like the effects of nanolone. So if you want to try nanolone, but you don't want to run it for a long period of time, you don't want to use a long ester, then try the GP. It's called GP. Phenyl, P-H-E-N-Y-L 100. And if you don't mind injecting a little bit, in this one, you basically inject it three times a week, 100 milligrams, and that will give you 300 milligrams a week. And that's a great cycle for sure. So, Momster, um, why don't you finish? We only have a few minutes left. Why don't you give us some, some of your uh, final tips and tricks? You mentioned earlier about getting your diet and trading on point. What are some other New Year's resolution tips and tricks so that the guys and gals out there can really get the most out of their uh, cycles. Listen, guys, I mean, you want a certain sense of power to your resolution. And give me an example of what I mean. So, for example, and we see this occasionally in the forum, Steve. Um, sometimes a person's needed to get ill or, 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 or have something that's in the family medically. So, for example, Steve, and this would be very, very powerful with making your resolution successful if you decided that you was a fat motherfucker and you wanted to get healthy and you wanted to lose 30 or 40 pounds of unhealthy fat and you were doing it for your family that would be powerful that would be a that would enhance the ability of your resolution to be successful if for example steve uh, and steve actually used to do these kind of things before if he was someone that uh, likes to run middle distance in Steve's case, fives and 10Ks. And, and you decided you was going to do it for charity. And specifically, you wanted to get in shape so that you could go out and run a 10K and raise, I don't know, $500 for a charity that was associated with a family member. Again, 
that's going to be very, very successful because you're going to have a daily motivation. Something else which is kind of important, and I've used this, and it's only this week, Steve, well, I've been ill that I haven't trained. But as an example, again, uh, consistency. And Steve and I have touched on this in previous shows, and we've talked about this on the forums. Doing something, and let me give you a couple of couple of things associated with the, how the gyms can fill up early in the new year, and then shortly thereafter they start to thin out because people find it hard to stick with. I've heard that something becomes a habit. Typically, you have to do it something like 21 times, Steve, and the more you do something, the more the pattern becomes in force and the more that you are likely to stick with that particular pattern, or in this case, your resolution. As an example, again, the New Year's resolution thing when it comes to gyms, most of those are, if you go more than three months in a row, then you're likely to become a member that's there all year. So literally setting yourself a target of going to the gym or getting in shape or getting stronger or bulking of at least three months, 12 to 16 weeks, and you will be more likely to be successful. So these are really, really small things. Another way, for example, Steve, and I'm just thinking of the diet side of stuff, we encourage this on, on, on forum members and especially those that are running the logs to food prep. It's hard to cheat on the diet when you've already cooked the fucking food and it's already there and you've made healthy choices. You've got your greens, you've got your veggies, you've got your nice high-protein sources. you spent half an afternoon on the Sunday getting it all together and then literally when you go to the freezer, there's only healthy options looking at you. The ice cream's all the way down the bottom, Steve. Those stacks of the food prep foods right there. And let me give you another example. I've actually done this myself. So when I've been prepping for a competition, and specifically grip strength competitions, one of the things I would do is I have a minimal junk food in the house. And I would only have healthy options, or nearly only have healthy options. And if I wanted some junk food, I had to get up my fat ass and go and buy it, Steve. And I'm too damn lazy because I'm training my ass off. I'm tired to go to the local supermarket to buy the ice cream or the cheap food or whatever else because it's not there and it's so far away. And I'm tired because I haven't got it here. And so on. It's a silly little thing, Steve. So I'll give you another example again. Uh, and this is going to sound like one of those things out of a Rocky movie. Having that thing pinned up on the mirror, a la Rocky or boxing movies, where it's there and every time you go to comb your hair, or trim your moustache, or whatever, and the thing's looking at you. People do the other one, Steve, sometimes of pinning or, or sticking the, the resolution, the promise, if you like, to their fridge or their freezer on the door. So when you go to have that piece of junk food, that, that ice cream that's at the back, when you get to the fridge or the freezer door, there's a thing kind of almost accusatory pointing at you going, you know, you, you said you was going to get lean, motherfucker. So then you don't want to open the fridge or the freezer door. It sounds like a silly little thing. It almost sounds like I'm joking. But these small psychological things work. Literally, again, Steve, I've reminded people that exercising, when you actually count the time that you're under the bar, curling it, pressing it, squatting it, or whatever else, those are minutes, minutes a day. And yes, it's tough for those minutes, but it is only minutes. It's a moment a fraction of a moment of your time on this planet, that the thing that you're doing is hard. There's almost, and let me give an example just with cardio. I've run miles at the weekend, Steve. I used to run on a regular basis. And it's not easy when it's raining and cold and horrible and your buddies didn't turn up or whatever else. But also, and I think Steve will appreciate this, there's almost a, 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 a meditatory, a, a meditation effect that when you're out there, you're not at work, your missus isn't bending your ear, the kids aren't screaming and shouting, they want to go to Disneyland or whatever else, just out there doing your shit. This applies to going to the gym as well. Getting it done, regardless of what's going on in your life and whatever. Listen, guys, stuff happens. But there's a certain pleasure, and I think this is where success is going to come from as well, Steve. There is a certain pleasure about just how awesome it is for us when we have achieved a success, when we have lost weight and we can see our abs again, when we have, in my case, won the fucking competitions because I got stronger. I liked, even if it was only temporary in those days, Steve, being the size of a fucking house. And I'm, not, I'm, I'm bigger now, ironically, than I was then. 
but the way that I knew that I would bulk up with 20 pounds was kind of crazy. And especially to the younger listeners, the idea that they're going to have 20 pounds on a cycle is like manna from heaven, Steve. It is like winning a lottery. And guys, I like being strong. I like that Steve likes being in shape. Steve likes having control over his body. So do I. And we are the masters in this particular case, the masters of what we're doing. For you to take control of what you're doing and getting in shape is absolutely awesome. Trust me. And GP will help you make those targets a success. Please note, we are not doctors on their opinions are ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic. It is our podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.